Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 425 Show, your place to be for all things real estate and lifestyle related here on the East Side. I'm your host, Nicole Mangina with Windermere Real Estate, and we've got an awesome show lined up for you today. I've been selling real estate on the East Side for over 20 years, and my favorite part of the whole process is helping people find out about and fall in love with where they live. So whether you're new to the area or um, just looking to find out more about where you've lived for a while, this show's for you. We've got two fantastic guests with us today. I'm so excited. Lauren and Megan, both with HopeLink. Welcome, ladies. How are you? Thank you, Michelle. Great. How are you doing? Good. Thanks so much. Great. Thanks for being here. Um, so HopeLink, uh, you, you guys are amazing. You are a big organization. Thank you. Well, you know, we feel like we're the most beloved nonprofit on the east side. We have such great community support. You do. Yeah, we're very lucky. And we've been yes. around 47 years now. Oh, my goodness. And started with um, a Boeing engineer. Really? Who, in the community who was laid off. Okay. And who wanted to help his other, for, uh, you know, former colleagues yeah. and coworkers. Oh, I didn't so know this So he story. Isn't this great? So he yeah. started out helping um, other people with food, uh-huh. you know, gathering food. Okay. And then it moved to employment. Yes. And then it moved to transportation and medical appointments. So Hopelink started really from um, a community member who wanted to help out other community members. And we've, oh, we've kept that. that theme all the way through our history. That's fantastic. Yeah. And you have yeah. really grown it into something so all-encompassing. Yes. That's one of the things I love about your organization. Yes. We have five locations now on the east side, oh, uh, five God. service centers. So okay. in Bellevue, Kirkland, Redmond, Shoreline, and Carnation. Wow. And then we have five locations of housing units for, uh, with about 110 housing units oh, to help um, homeless or formerly homeless families. That's so great. we've definitely grown. And then transportation throughout all of King and Snohomish County for um, people going to medical appointments. So we do transportation as well. Great. Um, and that, in our bus bases? The, but we've got bus bases, you're right, and we, we started uh, doing the all-trails um, routes okay. to the, uh, for, for King County Metro for hikers to go oh. up to um, where, where, Mount Si. Mount Si, Mailbox Peak. Peak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, those, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called the, tra- the trail ride, I yes. think King County Metro calls it. So it's our bus drivers and our buses that are doing that. So, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so we're doing all kinds That's of things so in the community. You, know, you guys are really connected. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Perfect. Um, how did you get involved with HopeLink? Boy, well, I've been there about eight years now. Okay. And um, prior to this, I was in Seattle at a similar organization. So I've always been interested in organizations that can mm-hmm. help other people, mm-hmm. that can strengthen the community, and that have a multi-service approach uh-huh. that are doing a variety of different things for whatever the community needs mm-hmm. um, run by community members. We have, what, 320 staff, but... Mm-hmm. We have uh, sometimes nearly 4,000 volunteers every year, so lots of community support. That's fantastic. And how about you, Megan? How did you get involved? Uh, So I've been there 14 years Okay. and was relatively new to to the area. In fact, not relatively. I was brand new. I was two (laughs) days in the area and saw a HopeLink booth and just really wanted to be part of it. And it took about a year and a half. I Mm -hmm. went and worked somewhere else for a little while. And then was able to join the the Hopeling family. And so I've been there ever since. That's and wonderful. be able to be part of the, the growth that the agency has seen over that 14 years. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. something that I do love about this area is that people, they like, people want to be involved. Yes. They don't, mm-hmm. you know, and to truly be involved. You know, there's, there's the writing of the checks, which is always important mm-hmm. and we need mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. But there are so many people that I know who want to actively be involved in something and feel like they're making a difference. Yes. And that, I think, is such a great part of living in the Northwest. That's true. You know, from a, a donor that um, 
uh, used to be a client and mm-hmm. that comes back and gives back and oh, has saved that. $25 and wants to donate that to Hopelink mm-hmm. and wants to help out in the food bank. Wonderful. Uh, to the large corporations that sponsor mm-hmm. and help us every single year. So just all all manner of individuals help, yes. helping other individuals in the community. Right. And I love that you guys are out there because, um, you know, the east side is usually considered a fairly affluent area, right? But the reality is that there's lots of people out there that need help and services. Um, and to have yes. something that's so well established to really help them, yes. I think is wonderful. Yeah, we were just talking yesterday about the need in mm-hmm. the community. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know we were talk- we've got some latest stats, but what is 87,000? Individuals so now? 87,000 yeah. people just in North and East King County wow. qualify at the lowest level for our services. But we did what's called a community needs assessment. Okay. And what we found is nearly double that can't meet their basic needs. But wow. don't qualify for a lot of the services that the yes. community, There's because of the no funding restrictions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Is that so, kind of where you come in and help some of those people? With both, actually. Okay, great. Yes, and so we're serving across that spectrum, but... When people drive through Bellevue, Kirkland, mm-hmm. Redmond, you don't think that that poverty is there. Right. And as the recession has ended for most people and prices have gone up, mm-hmm. housing costs have gone up, gas and uh, groceries and childcare and all of those things, it makes it harder and harder on the people who are living at very low wage. Right. And um, some of our programs last year, 45% of them only had $10,000 coming into the household. Oh, my goodness. And when you think about in your line of work, there right. are mortgage payments that are $10,000 a month. And so the <laughs> yes. the concept of in a year that that's the only resources that a household has, is it's mind-boggling. It really is. But it really speaks to the resilience that they bring and mm-hmm. the, the creativity and the hard work and, and just how much effort they put in to be part of their community because yeah. this is their community. Which is great. That's wonderful. What are yeah. some of the biggest programs that you guys focus on and do for people. Right. Uh, We have really two main areas. And the first area is around stability, providing stability services, such as food, housing, energy, heat Uh and warmth. Uh And then the other area is in the area of tools and skills to help people exit out of poverty. Okay. So we have a variety of different programs in that area. Got it. Uh, What, budgeting? uh, Yes, we have financial coaching. Um, We have case management. We have employment services to help people get to work. Uh, We have English language employment services. Mm. So for people who are learning the English language specifically to help them get to work. Nice. Uh, We have GED classes for people who are seeking to further their education. Okay. And we partner with the local community colleges to really help people continue on that education after they get their GED. Um, And then we also have, well, the financial capabilities. So it's not Mm -hmm. just the coaching, but being able to learn about those elements as well. Right. And then we have a few programs that sort of bridge between that stability and that that exit to poverty. And a piece of that is our um, flexible financial assistance. So there is a large percentage of people out there who don't have $400 to call on for an emergency. Right. They don't have anyone to ask. Mm -hmm. They don't have credit. They don't have the things that you can lean on. Sure. And so we're there to help them and then connect them to resources Mm -hmm. so that they can weather the next emergency. Got it. And then, as Lauren mentioned, we have our large transportation division, which also bridges that gap. Right. Transportation's huge. It's yes. huge. Being yes. able to get to where you need to be for a job or education or whatever. Absolutely. That is really piece of it. And it's, it's connected, really, to real mm-hmm. estate and housing as well. For sure. Right? Because um, employees, um, you know, working wage, hardworking employees right. are having to live further and further away. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I was, you know, walking in the door with a fellow employee the other day, and she said, 
oh, that was a two and a half hour commute. And, and I'm like, oh, you know, I, I understand. Yeah. Right. To find an affordable place to live where our working centers are. You know, it's a yeah. lot of transportation mm-hmm. is needed. Exactly. Well, yeah. and then childcare usually yes. as well. There's lots of yes. facets that go into right. all of that, I'm sure. Multiple jobs, shift, yeah, night yes. shift work, mm-hmm. right, trying to figure all of that out to yeah. make it all work. And, you know, that's where Hope Link really comes in because I, I really love that the idea of we meet people where they are. Right. So they come in usually with one uh, challenge in front of them, either mm-hmm. about their rent or about food or uh, about their budgets. Yes. There's something that's going on. So. We can help them with that immediate crisis. Right. And then we can start talking about, okay, what else? Um, what might be another way that, mm-hmm. um, that you can get your food needs met? We have a food bank. Great. There are SNAP benefits. Yeah. Um, can you be using all of those so you can use your hard-earned money for mm-hmm. other services maybe that you can't get a benefit for? Right. So we're always working to figure out what that right formula is. For each individual. I love that because it's usually multi-layered. It's never just one thing. Exactly. Right. Right. Um, So I love that. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's multi-generational as well Mm -hmm. in that we're serving, particularly in our housing, we're serving families. So young children to teenagers to um, Mm -hmm. multi-generation families. There might be a grandparent, someone in their young 20s because they can't afford to have separate households. Right. And it was a few years ago. This stands out in my mind so strongly. A young man came back to talk to the case manager. He's mm-hmm. an adult now, but he had lived there as a child. Mm-hmm. And he just came back to tell her what was going on. And he had finished at BC, had gotten his associates and uh-huh. was moving on to UW. And um, he waited outside after he was done talking to her. Mm-hmm. And one, just a random mom came out the door and he handed her a $20 bill and he left. Aww. And we made up all sorts of stories. We don't know what his motivation was. Yeah. But when you think about the fact that that young man lived in that shelter yes. and just knew how difficult it could be. Mm-hmm. And, paid it um, forward in some and, way. Yeah, he did. And I, I that, that day stands yeah. out in my mind so strongly as what happens when we can change the life of a child, even For when sure. they're in that trauma, when they're really struggling with the, the issues of being homeless or hungry or Whatever yeah. that might be, the impression that it makes on them. Well, and sometimes mm-hmm. the most basic thing um, yeah. can make such a lasting impression, like you said. Um, I've talked about it many times, but, um, you know, we live in Kirkland, west, you know, downtown mm-hmm. Kirkland, which, again, is a, a fairly, you know, affluent yeah. area. But there Beautiful. are still a number of children mm-hmm. that um, participate in the Pantry Packs program. Yes, mm-hmm. right. Um, the, a number of them that have, you know, assisted lunches and mm-hmm. then come and get their food for the weekend. and. That's I saw that one day when I was picking up my son on a Friday early from school. And, you know, to know it is one thing. To see it mm-hmm. is another. So um, yeah, that's, that's something we've always really supported in our house. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. It's such a wonderful program. And it's one, yeah. You know, I think one in five children are mm-hmm. facing um, nutrition def- deficiency. Yes. And, um, and, are, and are struggling in that way. Mm-hmm. So for us um, to be able to provide um, the supplies and the food for the backpacks right. for kids to pick up. On the weekend when they go home, um, schools do it in all different ways, but we try to do it as respectfully and naturally as possible. So mm-hmm. they just swing by, pick up, pick up, pick up a backpack, and have it. Have yeah, a they did. It was right? great. They were kind of in and out. There was no yeah. muss, no fuss. You right. know, they knew what they were doing. The school had it all dialed in. Yeah, so it was nice. They weren't. Yeah, it was single out or anything. Yeah, you know, I right. just noticed it because you were looking like, for. Yeah, yeah, right. You participate. It was different, and I'm just sitting there waiting mm-hmm. for my son to show up. So the, the volunteers who run yeah. that program are really remarkable. Yeah, and they just uh, connected us in this past year with the Lake Washington Schools Foundation, yes. who has taken over the fundraising and and is really mm-hmm. um, structuring that program even more. And one of the um, 
really, uh, I think, important changes that they made that came through the volunteers mm-hmm. and through feedback from the families was it's not a backpack anymore. It's okay. a plastic bag yes. that slips into uh, the child's backpack yeah, so that there's no... There's no Very idea. Once key. you walk out of there, no yes, one knows no that you one came one and got food for the weekend. And that's what I saw. It was like a little mm-hmm. grocery okay. um, plastic bag. Yeah, and that's a that's yeah, a relatively recent change. And the Lake Washington Schools Foundation has really done a remarkable job of yeah. working with, with us as sort of the backbone, the warehouse piece. Mm-hmm. I love And that. ordering the food. And then their volunteers do all that packing. Our new uh, VP of HR mm-hmm. um, knew about Hopelink because she packed yeah. pantry packs. Love in it. our warehouse and See? wanted to be a part of the organization. I think that's great. Yeah. That's wonderful. You know, that, that reminds me of um, of the way food banks have changed mm-hmm. um, over mm. the last few years, too. So um, it, it used to be, and maybe if you've seen pictures of history, right, um, people standing in long lines right. with a box, mm-hmm. right, and you think of the Depression or something and right. um, in the history books. And now, boy, um, our, our new newest food bank at our mm-hmm. Redmond Center, it looks like a grocery store. So you, there's a, a checkout, there's carts, mm-hmm. there's aisles. Um, kids don't even know they're coming to a food bank. Yes. They just think they're going shopping. And uh, I was just reading a story um, this month from a, um, a, a child um, who said he has fond memories mm-hmm. of going to the, I think it was the Shoreline Food Bank. And that was actually Bellevue. So, was it Bellevue mm-hmm. Food Bank? And saying he remembers it because he always got a piece of candy. So oh. he's remembering it positively, right? Oh, one one piece of candy. <laughs> and I love that... Um, you take into account yeah. people's sense of self-worth, yes. right? Yeah. Um, and building that up and because that, that's a big piece of it, it is. as well. Right. So if somebody mm-hmm. wanted to get involved yes. with HopeLink, yes. whether it's donation of time, money, resources, how do they find you guys? Yes, boy. How do they do that? Boy, lots Doing of different all ways. Things. Yes. Okay. All of those things. <laughs> yes, definitely. we'll take them all. Yes, <laughs> exactly. The first thing that I think of is our website at okay. hopelink.org. Okay. So that has uh, resources and information Got for it. both donors and community mm-hmm. members as well as for people who need services. Got it. So that's the electronic way. Mm-hmm. Um, what We have the, new, the newsletter uh, for clients. Yes, we yes, do. So, so around yeah. the community at the different libraries and Hope yes. Links and other partner agencies, we have a program or a, a newspaper called Connections. Okay. And it has all the information for this quarter about how people can get assistance at HopeLink. Great. And so all the phone numbers. And it's um, we've kept it in this format intentionally. Certainly people who are mobile can pull it up on their, sure. their phones. But this way, it's just something simple. They can slip in their pocket. They can always carry it with them. Great. And know what's going on for that whole quarter and access services from HopeLink. Perfect. Yeah. Well, and you have yes. some events. In fact, you've got one coming up. We do. We've got yes. some great events coming up. Uh, the first one is October 15th. Okay. It's our Reaching Out Luncheon at Maiden Bower Center. I'm excited. You have been to that before. I have. Thank I'm hosting you. a table this year. Oh, great. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for that. So we're having a great speaker, Dr. Terrorai Trent. Okay. She's from Zimbabwe. And she um, has just a fascinating story to tell okay. about being a young woman um, in a country and a culture that uh, didn't necessarily value education for women. Oh. And so how she um, emerged out of that, came out of that, mm-hmm. and is now uh, received her doctorate. Love and it. she has some wonderful, in- inspiring stories Good. about how to strengthen a community and what that means to us here on the East Side. Oh, that's so, wonderful. We're looking forward to that. I'm then excited for There's that. the Turkey Trot, okay, which is in Kirkland at the Kirkland Marina. Yes. That's November 15th, I believe the date it's is. right before Thanksgiving, right, I Yeah, think. the Sunday before yeah. Thanksgiving. 
And uh, then we have gift rooms, right? Uh, that yes, are that up. are coming up. Yeah. So in the second week of December, uh-huh. all of our um, food banks transform into toy stores. Oh. And what happens is the parents and grandparents get to come shop for their kids. Okay. And uh, they shop, obviously, for, for free. Okay. And um, can get anywhere from two to four gifts, depending on the age of the child and um, the stock that we have. Mm-hmm. And uh, as people are donating to those gift rooms, certainly all the local um, businesses do a lot of drives, uh-huh. and we encourage people to get involved in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, we really are looking for things for teens, particularly. Oh, I bet. People mm-hmm. love to give us toddler gifts, and they're sure. wonderful, and we love to give those away. Everybody loves toddlers. But it's the teens that yes. we really want to make sure that they have that amazing holiday as well. And what can happen for a low-income family is they, they want their children to feel normal. Right. They want them to have that holiday experience. Mm-hmm. And so that can then put such a crisis on the family financially. So this way, they have those gifts. They're new items that they wrap themselves. We don't wrap them. Great. It's part of that family's experience okay. to shop with dignity. I love it. And so do you have a list on your website of we suggested do. gifts? Yes. Okay, perfect. So, And we will link to that after the show if you go to NicoleMangina.com forward slash podcast. You can certainly go to Hope Link's website. Otherwise, we will have the specific link on our site as well. Great. You want to contribute to that. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I love this lunch. I'm so excited to come and host a table. And I have to say, so I love this lunch for so many reasons. Uh, A, it's just an incredibly worthy cause. But it's a marvel to experience. Do you guys get, isn't it like 15? I mean, yes, it's over 1,500 individuals. 1,500 people come. It's at the Maiden Bower. It's edible food. Yes. And you have people in and out of there in an hour hour and 15 15 minutes. minutes. (laughs) You got it. I. Can appreciate that. That yes. takes some orchestration. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, we know your time is valuable. You're busy, and um, it's it's lovely to come in there with a great big crowd, visit with everyone, um, hear yes. an inspirational story, hear from our clients, hear success stories yes. of individuals who have who have used our services, mm-hmm. um, donate to a great cause, you know, and then back to your day. I yeah, I can <laughs> appreciate that. That is no yeah. small feat to pull off. Yes. And while yeah. I love the long drawn out. Um, yeah charity yes, events yes. that go on you know yeah. there's a time and place for all of that sometimes you right. just yeah right. you want to be in and out i did some yes. good i got yes. inspired let's do this right right <laughs> good i'm glad that works for yeah. you <laughs> and the turkey trot's yes. fun we've done that oh, several sure. years yes um, right. and i love yeah. it. it's it's yeah. great right there's the runners obviously that are out there yes, you know they're fast. breaking yes. records mm-hmm. and Usually I'm out there with my girlfriend and we got the dogs yes. and there's mm-hmm. a million dogs out there. We yes. got our coffee and we're bringing up the rear. But I'm it's back a great there. I'm event. with you. I'm with you right there. <laughs> I'm using the, the last one in over the over the finish line. Yes. So it can be as competitive <laughs> yes. or low key as somebody right. wants it to be, and it's just exactly. a fun way to get out. And yeah. it's usually, usually you guys get good weather. Too. Yes. Yes. We've been so lucky, lucky. the yeah. last few years. Mm-hmm. And then there's yeah. usually some food trucks and some fun things. It's at right. Marina Park downtown right. Kirkland. There's kids activities too. Yes. There's always face painting. So it's and a fun yeah. little morning. It is. And just a way yeah. to kind of as a kickoff for the holidays. Exactly. Right before Thanksgiving. Right before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah. wonderful. Well, and yeah. I'll, we'll have to go on and check out that link for uh, yes. the kids and stuff for the holidays. That's yeah. wonderful that you guys yeah. do that. That's great. What are some of the other programs that you guys have coming up that you're working on right yeah, now? Yeah, let's see. Well, um, what do you want to talk about, Megan? Yeah, I think the the newest yeah. thing that we've done is what mm-hmm. I was describing as that flexible yes. financial assistance. And so it's been so exciting um, to hear from the families that it's making such a difference for them. Right. That they can come in and describe what they need as mm-hmm. opposed to having to fill a very specific box. Right. And so let's say that someone is low income, they don't have that savings um, because they're just paying their bills mm-hmm. and their tire blows out and they um, work Uber as their second job. 
Right. Which and is so it is. And yeah. so if we can help, my husband and I were walking just the other day. We saw a car on a donut. You know, it's so unsafe oh. to drive on a donut. Sure. But there are so many people who can't afford to replace that tire. Right. And so we're there to be able to help with that so that they can get back on the road, get back mm-hmm. to their job and pay their bills, as opposed to letting those financial issues snowball. And so we're really looking to expand that program. That's um, great. To, we're, we're doing it uh, across all of our system, but we mm-hmm. want to be able to connect to greater services, mm-hmm. provide a little bit more of that guidance and support during that. Yes. And so that's really where we're putting a lot of emphasis this year. We're also really looking to work with our partner agencies to expand affordable housing. Because as Lauren right. and, uh, was mentioning previously, it's hard for people to live where they work. Yes. And we want to be able to expand that opportunity with our partners throughout the community. And who are some of the partners that you work with? Uh, we work with Imagine Housing. There's okay. a group um, that works with all the suburban cities called ARCH, or Regional Coalition right. for Housing. Mm-hmm. Compass Housing. Uh, Compass Housing Alliance. Yeah. We work okay. with them as well. There's another group called the Downtown Action to Safe Housing. Got it. And so um, we're working with these participants or these partners mm-hmm. to be able to create these opportunities. The local governments are really committed to this, too, which is nice. That's the wonderful. King County Assessor is identifying all of the open property mm-hmm. um, so that all the partners can come together to look at opportunities to Great. develop some of that for affordability. Okay. And affordability at all levels. Um, right. Because baristas need housing. Firefighters need housing. People who are just getting back on their feet need housing. Right. That makes great sense. That's wonderful. You know, I thought of one other thing. Um, mm-hmm. As I'm thinking about how we are always looking at our services to make mm-hmm. sure that we're relevant, mm-hmm. we're providing what's needed in the community. Mm-hmm. We started a new project called the Welcome Project okay. um, a couple Ooh, of years ago. It. And um, it's, boy, it's it's working on many, many different fronts. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but at the basis of it, it, we're looking at the brain science okay. around adverse childhood experiences. And um, uh, what has occurred in people's lives mm-hmm. that maybe make them challenge, challenging now, right. make them uh, uh, difficult to address the challenges that they're facing now, mm-hmm. and how we can learn about um, about what has occurred, right, and what the impact is now, yeah, and what we need to do in response to not re-traumatize. Sure. And so um, one of the one of the ways that we're doing that is making sure that all of our centers are welcoming. That anyone who just is thinking about coming in, it's their first time, mm-hmm. they're nervous, they don't know what to expect. They come in, they see their culture, they're wel- welcomed with the individual, we're happy to have them there, mm-hmm. and, um, and and we have a welcoming welcoming environment. You can talk further about uh, some of that. Absolutely. Um, as Lauren mentioned, it's making sure that people feel comfortable, because mm-hmm. it's scary to come ask for that. For sure. And when you're in that crisis, sometimes that takes your stress level up so high sure. that you may come across mm-hmm. um, frustrated, angry, scared. There's lots mm-hmm. of ways that that can present. And so we want our staff to be prepared and have all the tools for when they walk in the door. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we've done at our um, most recent two centers, and that we're moving it out through all of our others, so the the participants that we serve, they speak more than 90 languages. Oh, my goodness. It's, wow. It's yes. really something. <laughs> wow. And so yes. we have welcome signs in the uh-huh. top 14 languages that our participants okay. speak. Love it. And so that most of the people who come in mm-hmm. not only see that welcome in English, and, um, but they also see it in those other 13 languages. Sure. So that they know that this is a place that's safe for them to come and that we want everybody to get the, their needs met. We want them to have a warm home. We want them to have nutritious yes. food, school supplies for their. Um, we just finished our school supply distribution. Mm-hmm. We want them to have all those things that their family needs, so that they can keep progressing. And That's so that great. welcome environment, the the smile mm-hmm. that someone's saying, "We're glad you're here," and That's, how can we help yeah, you? Yeah, that makes a big difference. It's huge. That matters. Yeah, mm-hmm. very cool. And I love that. Um, you know, when you go to donate online, you actually have different ways that you can, like, you can allocate your funds mm-hmm. to different yes. programs. I think yes. all of everything that you do is great. Um, 
So it's but people not have that specific I, But everybody has, like, for yes. me, it's the pantry packs, right? right. Everybody has their see thing that. that's kind of near and dear wonderful. to their heart. And I think right. that makes it even that much more fun right. to right. donate. There's, so. some, there's some individuals, there's a, um, a couple up in Shoreline mm-hmm. um, that are very passionate about education. Oh, sure. And so uh, adult education mm-hmm. and um, making sure that people have the skills yes. and tools. And so um, they donated um, in the name of a classroom. Oh, right? I love it. Right? Yeah. To, um, to continue um I uh, think that's fostering great. education, but uh, you know, I also started thinking of our harvest programs with our farmers oh. because that's really fun um, as well. So we have partners. I don't know how, how many partners we have. Oh, now. we're up above thirty farms now that yeah. we partner mm-hmm. with out yeah. in the Snoqualmie Valley. Right. And so what happens is our volunteers go in after the machines uh-huh. harvest. Uh-huh. Our volunteers go in and glean what's left, and sure. it comes right into our food banks oh, awesome. to be distributed mm-hmm. to um, to our participants. And then we have a partnership with the food bank farm up in Snohomish County. Okay. And we buy the seeds, and it produces, and the volunteers do all of the work, okay. and it produces more than 150,000 pounds of fresh produce, That's fresh fruits amazing. and vegetables. And so we can't distribute that it. much through our five food yeah. banks. And so through Food Lifeline, it gets distributed out through to other food banks throughout the region. There you go. Um, so for this investment of maybe $2,000 in seeds, yes, the volunteers make this happen, and all of that fresh food goes out. Goes to and, the wonderful. And all the yeah. community members that get involved to go out oh, and do and the gleaning. something yeah. to them. It's a great team-building event if anybody ever wants to do all that. Right. Yes. Right now, if you like squash, you can glean squash <laughs> all day yes. long. I was gleaning squash, squash on Sunday. 18,000 so 18, pounds. pounds uh, oh, with a group a lot of, of zucchini bread. It was a lot of zucchini, and uh, a couple of weeks earlier, um, I was helping to glean um, kale. You know, oh like, sure, right? And um, and we were laughing about that because we're like, a box of kale doesn't weigh nearly the same amount that a box of squash it does. Really it's satisfying at the end of the day when we're weighing pounds. It's like we work just as hard for the kale as the squash. That's funny. And our volunteers um, cook that produce mm-hmm. in the food banks with food demonstrations. Oh sure. Mm-hmm. And then we have the food there that people yeah. can take and the recipe so that they can just so like they can Costco. try it just like Costco. Oh. <laughs> And I love it. one of our yeah. board members is um, is involved in that program, and he actually went and bought all new cooking materials for people to use because yeah. he just thought it wasn't good enough. Oh, and yeah. so, and uh, in a good way, not in a yeah, yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I take yeah. it that way. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but he wanted to make sure that that was there for people to really be able to experience that. That's awesome. Yeah, well, we're so been, lucky. That's, yeah. Yeah, we, we are yeah. so lucky. Yeah. And I'm so glad that both of you were able to join us today. Again, we'll have all the links um, on the website after the show, Nicole Mangina. Uh, dot com forward slash podcast and I do want to he's been very quiet but I want to acknowledge Kenny <laughs> for being here today he's the one that put all this together yes hi Kenny um, thank you Kenny I know, <laughs> I know we should make you photo bomb <laughs> um, <laughs> so thank you Kenny for putting this together and um, again yeah. if you want to join the lunch this year um, you can you don't have to host a table you can just right. go online mm-hmm. and register yes we'd we love get paired to have with you. some lovely people you get to meet some new people and yeah. uh, thanks for being here ladies oh, thank I you so appreciate us. you Take care. We'll see you next week, everybody. Have a great week. Bye-bye.